Welcome to Be Love, Be Well, Be Whole, a monthly podcast with Nicole Raines, licensed marriage and family therapist, and clinical psychologist, Dr. Dina Scott, where we discuss mental health, relationships in all stages and phases, and wellness. The information in this podcast is meant for informational and entertainment purposes and does not take the place of having a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Let's join the journey. Hey, welcome back, everyone. It's Nicole here, along with Chanel and our guest for today, Goody. So Dina is out this month, but we are bringing you a really great and interesting conversation today. So letting you all just remember, my name is Nicole Rains. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist here in Virginia, as well as in California, and really focusing on adult mental health, relationships in all phases and stages and wellness. Chanel, tell the people who you are. Hi, everyone. Again, I am Dr. Chanel L. Watson. I am an educational psychologist. I am also a mental health specialist at a school district, and I am so excited to be here so you guys can hear the greatness of Goody Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Goody. My name is Goody Howard, M-S-W-M-P-H. My pronouns are she, her, and boss, and I don't co-snitch and I cuss a little bit. Um, I'm your favorite sex educator's favorite sex educator. So, so welcome, Goody. I, I just even your intro is is getting us into the the topic, and then just wanting to check in. We do this from time to time each it's each episode of where our moods are at. So, what is your theme song for today, Chanel? I cannot find one. Of course, I always have this problem, <laughs> but I know I'm gonna probably have it next week for for Goody. But <laughs> one that kept coming up for me was "Focus" by her. Okay. Because of our topic, um, I just felt like we all need to focus on our partners, on ourselves, so that um, we can become more educated and intelligent about um, sexuality and sensuality. All right. What about you, Goody? Um, My theme song for today is Free Mind by Thames. And Thames is an Afrobeats, female Afrobeats artist. And the hook, I'm sure you've heard it on like a reel or on TikTok. <clears throat> and I can't sing because I lost my voice. I had a big event yesterday. Um, but it's like, it's like, this is the piece that you cannot buy. Yes. Love yes. that you cannot mix. Yes. One is the joy that you cannot waste. And the other one price that you cannot fix. So like, it's like a piece. It comes with a peace of mind. It comes with just like a, just a stillness and a, and a to me that connects to sensuality. I love mm-hmm. it. Thanks, Goody. Um, I have like so often have gone old school and it is Anytime and Anywhere by Janet Jackson. As my song yes, that came across. <laughs> just so many. I love your song choices. Okay, well. You can follow our living list of mood theme songs on Spotify, Be Love, Be Well, Be Whole Mood. So brings us into our topic for today. And as you guys can see, I am so excited that she's here. Like, (laughs) (laughs) 
but um, Goody is going to lead us on a journey, and she's going to talk about sensual intelligence. Goody, take us on a road. Okay. Well, <laughs> sensual intelligence is a big part of what I do. Um, I separate. There's a difference between sensuality and sexuality. So sensuality, people conflate the two, but they're very, very different. Sensuality is experiencing non-sexual pleasure through all six of the senses. So sight, sound, taste, touch, scent, feel. And feel is that sixth sense, that emotional component. Mm. And what happens when you start to identify, embrace, and enjoy non-sexual pleasure is it starts to make pleasure accessible for you all types of pleasure. Because when you think about pleasure, people usually conflate that with sexual pleasure. Mm -hmm. And the definition of pleasure is an immense joy or satisfaction. It has nothing to do with sex. And so when we think about sexual pleasure, right, then you have to like disconnect yourself from that because people think, or they think pleasure that they, oh, this is a chore. I gotta, you know, make the bed and find the lingerie make sure the toys are charged up or playing a date night or, you know, whatever, whatever pleasure starts to look like for you when it takes shape. And when you start to embrace non-sexual pleasure in every way that it shows up just as you move through the world, it makes pleasure accessible. It makes you start to have an intentional gratitude with how sexual, how pleasure shows up for you and how accessible and readily it is yours at the tip of your fingers. So that makes you more a, sen a more sensual human being. When you become a more sensual human being and it's time to have sex, you're now a sensual human being having a sexual experience. And that means that you're going to be experiencing sex through all six of the senses because you're a sensual being having a sexual experience. So not only does it add layers to your pleasure, it also makes you more receptive to the more than 18 different kinds of orgasms that the human body has to offer. 18 more than 18 more than 18 and, more and more than eight. I really like <laughs> I mean I think that this is really important um because people do conflate and link the two together mm -hmm. and that can mm -hmm. also be very um ostracizing and othering for persons who identify as asexual like oh well, mm -hmm. now can't be a sensual being and so right. I think I really appreciate how you are like no they're two different things you and you can be a sensual being having a sexual experience correct or not right or not because and, and also it, especially for ace folks right if you conflate sex and pleasure then that means that they don't feel like they have pleasure in their lives right and I would even go as far as, as to say is that people that are that identify as women or identify as femme are socialized to martyr themselves. We're socialized to maintain our pleasure for our partners, not for ourselves, mm. be it sexual pleasure or non-sexual pleasure, and our children or children that we're responsible for. Mm -hmm. If you get if you get a parent and a partner that has three hours to their self, and it's a female or it's a person that identifies as a woman. They, they could take a nap. They could, you know, read a book. But no, I got to go ahead and start dinner and clean up the living room. You know, do all these other things for other people in your downtime. Right. We deny ourselves regular non-sexual pleasure as if we get some sort of badge for that. And that also creates a chasm between you and your sexual pleasure. 
speak on it, Goody. Right. I'm like, girl, I'm going to say, I'm about to speak on the church. I was like, <laughs> listen, the Kama Sutra is a holy text. Okay. It's centered on the idea that an orgasm is as close as you can get to God without dying. So the positions are essentially praise to help you get as close to that orgasm as you can to get as close to God as you can without that. Mm. So if you felt the need, to, if you felt a, a spiritual reaction to what I just said, then you're just making a joyful noise for one of God's <laughs> most prized creations. Man, good evening. That's all I'm saying. God made the clitoris. <laughs> God made pleasure. We are uh, re rejoicing in the works. <laughs> and so <laughs> it is Sunday. But I'm saying, if you felt a spiritual reaction to what I said, it's because we are all sensual beings innately having a worldly experience right now. Right. So name name the 18. Okay. So, so for sensual intelligence, that is a workshop, but it's a framework for life. And when I when I teach the workshop, I may I you know I, I say it helps you be more receptive to the more than 18 different kinds of orgasms. And immediately people lose their minds and they're like, wait, what? And then we know, okay, what are the 18 different kinds? And I say more than because science has yet to catch up with this whole shit. So we're discovering new orgasms all the time. Um, in sensual intelligence, I talk about three of the orgasms. And that is um, the nipple orgasm, because everyone has nipples outside of medical intervention. The squirting orgasm, because people with vulvas tend to always have questions around that. And um, the pelvic orgasm, because that's where people with penises and a lot of people don't recognize that one. So that's three off the top, right? So we got pelvic, squirting, and nipple is three, okay? Then you have oral, anal, vaginal, clitoral, G-spot, U-spot, A-spot, P-spot, cervical, frenulum, skingasm, birthgasm, blended orgasm, corgasm or tantric orgasm, sleepgasm and a mental orgasm and that's just 19 mm. and then i have a workshop called the big o where we discuss 15 of those and how to access them with them without a partner and of the 15 i talk about 10 are accessible for people with penises and and 12 are accessible for people with vulvas but all 15 are accessible by some type of human being so a lot of times when we think multiple orgasm types or even just multiple orgasm we assign it a feminine lean and so masculine people and people with penises tend to get left out of the multiple orgasm conversation yeah i i love this goody I, I mean it's it's opening up so many things for where people don't have to think in um just those dichotomous or like oh well this is just for this person and this is just mm -hmm. for that person this is really helpful well, that's my thing, though. I think essential intelligence specifically and pleasure holistically don't have a gender orientation mm -hmm. or sexuality. <laughs> so say that again. If, if, <laughs> you know, if, if pleasure doesn't have a sex, gender or orientation, why should my education around it? So when I teach my workshops, be it if I'm teaching, you know, fellatio or cunnilingus or partner on top or strokeology, anything I'm teaching, I teach it from the perspective of the giver that's performing this behavior. I don't have a gendered way to approach this. I've had people say, well, can men come to rhinology? Absolutely, if they ride and <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, I'm teaching about, I'm teaching the dick riding. You know, I don't care who's in there. 
but you have to be wanting to learn this thing. So I have, you know, cis, cisgender heterosexual men trying to come to the palatial workshop. They're trying to come to the lake. Well, can I come to the blowjob class? Are you trying to give a blowjob? Mm. Because if you come to the class, you get a dildo and I expect you to be practicing like everybody else in the room. So if you come in here to be creepy, jokes I, on you, you finna put this dick in your mouth. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yes. I have workshops and it's all genders, all orientations and all sexual identities because that's where they want to be because they want to learn more about this topic. Right. How to perform this thing. So yeah, no, it, people... You know, all of the things I do. Sex toy doesn't have a gender. Sex toys don't have orientation, you know? And that's why I love what I do. I don't teach in a very, like you said, dichotomous, uh, binary way. I teach behaviors. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone that practices these behaviors to be able to see themselves in my presentation. Yeah. Share share um, a gem with us. Um. Okay, so when we talk about sensuality and sensual intelligence, so sensual intelligence is knowing and being aware and knowing how to apply it, right? People kind of get overwhelmed with this thought process because it kind of sounds like self-care. It kind of sounds like a spa day or, you know what I'm saying? Like it sounds mm-hmm. like yet another thing that I need to purchase or buy or allocate time for in addition to the stuff that's already on my plate. And so the biggest question I get is, well, how can I tap into my sensuality? Mm-hmm. And so they're thinking that I'm going to try to sell them something or what have you. And the quickest way that I tell people to connect, to start their sensuality journey is something I call a shadow shower. And a shadow shower is when you go into your shower or your bathroom and you take a shower, but you take a shower with no lights, no candles, no music. And it seems, it seems uh, opposite because you want to engage the senses, but we are depriving the senses in order to connect to them. Mm-hmm. So when you get into the shower, you know where everything is, so you have a sense of confidence, right? That's that feel. Sight, sound, taste, touch, sit, and feel. You have confidence because you know where everything is with the lights off because it's your bath. Your eyes will adjust, so that's sight. You hear the sounds of the water, the sounds of your breathing. You know the acoustics in the bathroom. You know everybody get a record deal in the bathroom. Like, everything is amplified. So you're hearing this amplification of your breathing. You're hearing the amplification of the water. You know, taste. You just kind of like relax and open your mouth and let the water run in and out. Don't swallow it. Just let it run in and out. Kind of focus on how that feels. How does the pitter-patter of the shower rain on your tongue feel? How does it feel when it drips down your chin? Like, is it, you can speak at that point. Speak your day. Speak things that bothered you, things that you enjoyed, and just let them run down the drain. Goody, this sounds like mindful sensuality. It is. It's how you begin the journey, yes. right? And that's the taste, but that's also the touch. But touch comes in when you're using whatever body products you use, and that's also smell because the soap or body wash or what have you that you're using, you can smell it. But then touch comes in when you have to touch your skin differently to say, okay, do I need to shave there? Am I good? Do I need to schedule an appointment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is there still soap here? Do I need to exfoliate? Because you can only touch it can't see it the shadow shower gives you like an in-between and it takes the utility out of taking a shower and brings in the connection that is really important goody i I mean as you were speaking i'm like this is something that we we do daily or every other Mm -hmm. day that can feel like a chore and even when people do enjoy like the showers or bath and that does get talked about during um 
self-care, but where it's like, oh, this is just, you know, instead of it being, oh, this is another chore that I have to do. This is something that mm-hmm. I'm already doing. And, right. and you giving people a, a access to themselves in a really different way where you're open and you're fully present. That is awesome. It, it's, and it's, the thing is, it taps you immediately into your sense, sense of self, mm-hmm. right? And you're basically giving your body gratitude for moving you through your day. Um, you also sort of have this, because you have to watch, you have to wash your ass regardless. It's not even every day, whenever you do it, I'm not here to judge you every day, every day, once a week, I don't care. <laughs> whenever it some is, point, yes. You know, in the next 30 days, some point you're going to wash your behind. And so it's not something that you have to add to your calendar. And it's actually easier because you're like saying, oh, you don't have to try to find a playlist. You don't have to get your candles out. It's, it's, it's low hanging fruit in my opinion. And then it also helps you connect to if you're speaking your day and speaking your challenges and letting it run down the drain, you also kind of connect to the taste of your water. So it's like, is, do I have hard water or soft water? Mm-hmm. Do I need to, you know, um, with the things that you smell, right? When you smell your soap or your body wash, because you're usually rushing through in utility, do I even like what this smells like? What does this smell make me feel like? Is it a clean, fresh scent? Is it sensual? Is it heavy? Is it romantic? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? You're still connecting around that. And then when you're touching your skin, you really get to feel what your skin feels like. So it's like, is this soap even doing to my skin what I need it to do? Like I said, do I need to exfoliate? Do I need to shave? Do I need to moisturize my hair in this place? So you know what I'm saying? So it connects you to you in a non-utility way, in a very nurturing way, because if you don't take care of you, nobody else is going to take care of you. Nobody can do it for you. And Goody, and I get the sense of, especially when you're like, you don't have to have a playlist, you don't have to have candles or any mm-hmm. of those things. So it's not that you're creating the vibe, you are the vibe. Yes. Correct, correct. You're not waiting on nobody else to do it for you. You're showing up for yourself. And that can be hard to do, Goody. So I, I think- It is, and you don't even realize that you're yes. doing it. You know what I'm saying? So you might, might accidentally cry in the shower because you now realize it's a whole lot of stuff that you weren't making time for. Yeah, because we just get in, do it and get out. Mm-hmm. And not paying attention to the details. That's why I was like, oh, this is a mindful experience. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So, Goody, this was just one gem. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and just one powerful gem. So, I mean, please share any upcoming events or your handles, your merch. Uh, tell us what Rideology is. <laughs> Anything else that you want to share with, the, with our listeners? Okay, well, my name is Goody. That is my legal name. It's on my ID. Um, and people ask me things. So my handles everywhere are Ask Goody. I'm Ask Goody, A-S-K-G-O-O-D-Y on all social media platforms. My website is askgoody.com. My email is info at askgoody.com. Like, I try to be easy to find mm-hmm. because we have to be as accessible as porn, as sexuality professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if it's not accessible, it's not revolutionary, and I consider myself revolutionary. Um, as far as my, like all my handles, all that stuff, ask Goody everywhere. Even if I'm not active on the platform, I get my name. So the places I'm active is Instagram, <laughs> TikTok be playing in my face. So I'm over there, but not for real. Um, Rideology <laughs> uh, is my favorite class to teach currently because it's, it puts the partner in top in control. Rideology is all about teaching you to get on top and ride dick with confidence, control, and stamina. And I teach attendees how to write dick with their vagina, their anus, or to caress two vulvas together. Um, when I created the workshop over 10 years ago, because I know dick, dick writing classes are popular now. Um, when I 
when I created the Dick Writing Class over 10 years ago, because I've been doing this work 17 years, um, I took into consideration the knees and back range of motion, the size of the person on top, the size of the person on the bottom, and the size of the penis or dildo in play. You don't need Meg knees to take this workshop. I actually teach this workshop to the um, women and girlfriends of people with spinal cord injuries twice a year. Because they're always, <laughs> I teach this workshop twice a year at a discounted rate to the women and girlfriends of people with spinal cord injuries because they're always on time. Mm. And I have a good gang member whose partner has a spinal cord injury and she took the class and she was like, girl, mm. game life changed. Never riding dick the other way again. Mm. Mm. And so I saw a bigger application yeah. of what I'm doing. Like I said, I consider myself a revolutionary. I see when I see a larger application, I, I apply pressure. So rideology is my is my dick riding class. I also teach strokeology for people with penises and people with strap-ons. Um, I teach lick, which is oral sex on a penis. I teach lip service, which is oral sex on a vulva. I teach sensual intelligence, which is kind of what we discussed today. Uh, and I also teach the big O, which is where we talk about all the different kinds of orgasms and how to access them with and without a partner. Most of those workshops are for sale on my website as an on-demand webinar replay, because I, I like again, accessibility is important. Um, but I will be going on in-person tour in 2023 national. Oh, that's so awesome. So people got to get on, you got to join the goodie gang because uh, social media plays in my face. Um, <laughs> the goodie gang is my is my email list. I, you know, they take my stuff down. And it's crazy because I've been booked by Meta twice to train their employees. Oh, but I'm flagged on their platform. Okay, so yes, join the goodie gang. So those algorithms, <laughs> <Yes>. those <laughs> algorithms and the mysterious disappearances do Correct, not get you caught up. Mm -hmm. Especially since Instagram was just tripping up like, like earlier last week. So a lot of people lost their platforms last week. Yeah, I mean, Goody, I think that that's really also important is just the accessibility that you have out there because sometimes we shy away from and think that sensuality even and sexuality are things that we just need to talk about in hush-hush rooms. Yeah. So mm -hmm. being out there, and I heard you when you said being as accessible as porn, where it is, right? Like you're out there being able to educate and just even being on our podcast and that is not something that people are going to have to be of a certain income bracket or a certain, right. you know, whatever. Whatever the barriers say, they think yeah, they have. Yeah, whatever barriers you, it's like, hey, I'm here, ask, ask Goody. Mm -hmm. and, and let me tell you, she is a truth. Like, <laughs> she, she is accessible and kind and professional. And I mean, like a lot of people on Instagram or influencers, you know, you won't hear from them, but Goody, ask Goody, you ask mm -hmm. her, she's going to tell you. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I really do try to. And that's so, it's, it's needed. It, it really is needed, uh, Goody, with the, the work that we continue to do and working just even with people within various relationships of all phases and stages of, of just having these questions. I mean, you even touched a little bit about um, religion and whatnot up there as well, because sometimes people uh, are lock away their mm -hmm. sensuality and their sexuality because it's it, it might be like, oh, well, I'm not supposed to do this, right, until. So I think that this is really 
awesome goodie and you actually have been part of my my moment of wonder and delight today Yay. because yes is is that sense of a sense of awe and and I mean I'm a therapist that likes to talk about sensuality and that likes, likes to talk about sex the myth is that all of us do and that's actually not true because all of us Correct. are human so <laughs> you have you all of us are human people have different ways in which they show up but this has been a, one of my favorite conversations uh, this year of being able to bring some pleasure and delight into our listeners' world. So, so Giddy, if you can, um, share your favorite sex toys and two of the senses that you enjoy. Oh, wow. Okay. So my, I, my two favorite sex toys are the wand, any kind of wand, like it needs to be a wand, right? I love it because it's accessible. It's great, versatile um, for couples and singles, right? No matter how many people you have sex with. And then I love this other one called a frisky finger. And it's a finger vibe. It's basically a bullet with a sleeve on it. It has a finger strap. So you can use it on the vulva. You could use it in addition to oral sex on a penis. Um, you can use it in coupled sex. Like it's, it's amazing. I love the versatility of it. Of course, I sell both of those sex toys on my website, but that is neither here nor there. They are, current, <laughs> they are my current favorites. Um, and my favorite senses to engage um, are sight, because I love beautiful things. Um, and I think sound because music, like life has a soundtrack. And Chanel, what about you? What's your learning moment or something that you've locked in your vault? Well, my learning moment was the, the orgasms. I am there for that class, for sure. <laughs> you know, just want to learn more. Like you just, for me, I just didn't have a lot of those conversations coming up. And, and if I did, it really wasn't from someone who knew what they were talking about. So um, just the fact that there is a platform where um, women can be educated, but then also feel comfortable. I think that is amazing. Also, um, my favorite central um, experience, I feel is touch and smell touch and smell. They are, they're all great, but touch and smell for sure. All right, Nick, did, what did you have? Um, so actually I'm going to ask Goody, cause I meant to do this. Goody, can you explain what the U spot is? <laughs> <laughs> the U spot is every, this is an orgasm that all people can access. It's a ring of uh, nerve endings around the urethra. And so a common way to connect to this orgasm is that like, you know, when you have to pee really, really, really bad, you finally get in there, you're like, whoo, and it just feels like too good. Mm -hmm. That is like what a huge spot orgasm is akin to. And so during ejaculation or during squirting, it's a blended orgasm of a huge spot orgasm and a squirting orgasm or a huge spot orgasm and a ejaculate orgasm. That is my learning moment. <laughs> that That is my learning moment. Thank you, Goody. And, and something that I am uh gonna take with me is the is the shadow shower uh because there's mm. so much um honestly there's we can be overstimulated throughout our day so just thinking about that time to actually experience a little bit of deprivation and really mm. being able to connect with yourself um and the senses because my my favorite senses are actually i love music so it's sound um 
actually, I, I enjoy all of them. I don't think I have a favorite one, Chanel. Uh, it's, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it can be, it depends on the moment for me. Mm. But um, thinking about the shower, being able to have that sound, to hear the water and just the scent with whatever scents are, because um, I'm an aromatherapy person. So whatever oils or whatnot there might be in there, I'm, I'm really gonna put that in the vault and, and use the shadow shower. Cause that sounds like that's something that not only for you to connect with yourself, but just also to give yourself a moment to disconnect from everything else. Yes. Yes. Pretty much all of it. Mm-hmm. That was my moment. <laughs> of it. Um, so for those of you who want to check out Goody's website, if you want to buy all the fabulous toys and gadgets that she has, please use code BELOVE for 20% off through the end of the year, through the 31st of December. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you, Goody. Yes, I mean, that's a nice little gift for people to give to themselves or or others. So listeners, be sure to check that out. Thank you so much for loving on our listeners that yes. <laughs> And through the end of the year. So thanks for joining us today. Be sure to listen and subscribe. Check out Ask Goody. Ask her those questions that you have going around in your head. There's no need to be shame or even blame yourself for not knowing. We're not expected to know everything. So give yourself that permission and be sure to listen and subscribe to Goody as well. Until next time, be love, be well, be whole.